it's slushy. So I, I'm trying to get the ends of it, you know. A Baja Blast slushy? Yeah, dude. There have you have you gotten that before? No, I've only had the regular Baja Blast. Ooh, I saw this so girl, good. I saw this girl on TikTok that does. She found like a hack for two things that you can get. Um, like two different two of those low calorie drink things, and you just put them together, and it tastes like a Baja Blast. Like you know, like the Mio energies, but not Mio energy. But you put them together, yeah. and it tastes like a Baja Blast. Yeah, you're going to have to send me that video. Welcome to your home for sports coverage without the bias. This is Totally Unbiased Sports with Josh and Kellen. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 101 of Totally Unbiased Sports. We're we're in pain here on the Totally Unbiased Sports podcast. Um, at least half of us is in a lot of pain, but we'll get to that later. Um, Kellen, you've been yeah. wilderness explorer yes. for the last week. How 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 was that? How how was your little vacation from the podcasting game? It was really good. Uh, it was fun. Did a lot of hiking, so I you know I just look incredible right now, probably to a lot of people. Although I did. Like I, I, I hiked a ton and then lost some weight and mm-hmm. then I gained it all back over the weekend when, when I got back. So it didn't stay That's off That's what you're supposed long. to do, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it was cool. Like, you know, seeing mountains and whatnot. Yeah. It's cool. So they do Everybody exist outside of mountain. TV and like lock screens on computers. Yeah, they, they do, uh, which is brand new to me. I'm also like, I have, like, an uneasiness around things that are just, like, way bigger than me. So it's like, conquering a fear in a way, too, you know? <laughs> Pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, I'm... No, I'm glad to hear about it. Um, it we, we, missed, we missed recording last week, so I guess really the only Good. note is that... <laughs> I, I do want to know, what, what was your... Because I know during the Steelers game I was keeping you up to date... What was your contact with the outside world last Sunday night when the Bears were playing the Packers? I just like I'm not trying to be the I just really do. I'm very curious as to what that looks like for you. So I, I told everyone that I was leaving earlier than what I was so that I could eliminate all contact with the outside world during that game. So I I was fully updated on the scores. But nobody mm-hmm. was really texting me about them because everybody thought I was gone. Except mm-hmm. you, of course. Yeah. So <laughs> big brand for move. That. <laughs> big big brand move by me there. Um I'm I'm kind of a yeah. genius in that aspect. because uh, I have no remorse. Just yeah. if you wouldn't have texted me anything. Earlier in the day it, we wouldn't have had any issues. <laughs> so. Gosh, you were you were like I you were bitching way too much for me to not like, capitalize no, on that. I'm sorry. I, and so yeah, it was a tough week last week for our teams, and we don't usually talk about Thursday night games, but because we have to talk about Thursday night games since one of our teams is playing in it, let's start Thursday night Steelers Browns. Um, well, that sucked. That really really sucked. It wasn't fun in any way, shape, or form, but. 
I did realize that I should probably start gambling on sports because I am three and zero in predicting exactly how Steelers games are going to go. Three and zero in predicting the exact things that are going to happen in the game, um, and it it's a blessing and a curse because like Thursday I just knew all day I was like, well, this is going to be ugly. I know I'm going to get. I'm like, it doesn't matter how this goes. It's going to be an ugly game. Fourth quarter. I'm going to be mad. And, you know, everyone was like, oh, haha, did you break your TV? Did you break your TV? Yeah. 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 First off, I use a projector screen that's just like a bouncy, <laughs> so it doesn't actually break. So, <laughs> jokes on you guys. Why are you flexing? I can't break my TV because I don't use an actual screen so that I cannot possibly break my TV screen while watching the game. And,. Well, that is the most f- embarrassing flex I've ever heard. <laughs> what people do fail to realize is it was much, much worse on Thursday night because I just went numb with no emotion. <laughs> We're in week three, and I hit the completely numb, sitting on my couch, not moving a muscle, just like, just, just numb to everything. You could have... <laughs> hypothetically probably stabbed or shot me in like the leg and I wouldn't have even noticed on Thursday night. I was just so numb to all emotion and all pain. It was brutal. And like it did. I do like, I don't like Thursday night games, but I also do like them. And it's just really also puts me in a bad spot when on Friday, like everyone's losing their mind about everything. And then OJ Simpson, tweets out like a three minute video and I'm sitting there agreeing with OJ Simpson because out of every, out of every expert OJ Simpson somehow manages to dissect the Steelers situation just absolutely perfectly and makes very, very good points, which is just like, there were so many Steelers. There were so many Steelers, like um, media people and stuff that are like, they finally just like start quote tweeting it and they're like, Oh, so even the worst person on the planet thinks that Matt Canada needs to be fired. And like, I'm nervous because if OJ's paying that much attention to the Steelers and he genuinely starts to hate somebody, like all I'm asking for record straight right now is for people to be fired or benched. OJ fired or benched nothing no no gloves fitting no, no nothing no, else no no i want them what? fired so, so, or benched. sorry <laughs> once once you side with oj you're all in with no. oj josh so Technically, so no, bi- big ups to with... oj on the podcast <laughs> o- jo- o- josh is shouting him out right now That's oj's his, his oj shout out oj sided with me let's get that straight <laughs> no. oj sided with me I don't know if you're helping yourself here, Josh. So um, I'll just let you bury that crazy. So it was, yeah, very weird time. Like, like I said, I think I texted you. You told me this five years ago that the Steelers are going to lose on Amazon Prime to a team with an elf at center field, and then the next day I'm going to agree with OJ Simpson. There's only one part of that you're I so- thought I would have believed was true. So. <laughs> The the OJ the OJ part for <laughs> That's sure. That's the only part that would remotely be true. I would never believe. And so yeah, um, it sucks. It's not fun for me. Um, but you know what? We made it. 
made it through and it was it was kind of I don't want to say liberating but it was pretty freeing on Sunday knowing like and you can probably attest to this when you play on Thursday night it kind of sucks because everyone's watching your game and normally like they're bad matchups but like when Sunday comes around and you don't have to worry about your team losing or being the team that gets the gets what happened to then <laughs> um, <laughs> like I I've seen so many TikToks where people are like I'm genuinely fearful every time I open my phone on a Sunday that it's gonna that it's gonna be my team that got what happened to and so um yeah I really I'm in a lot of pain, um, and I guess, like, we don't usually start with our games, but I would like to start with our games, because it kind of segues into it, so we're going to go a little bit out of order here, because the Bears won on Sunday, and I was able to watch a lot of this game after I got home from work. They won 23-20, to and... This is complete loser talk. We have to both admit at this point we are just complete. Well, okay, I have to admit that I'm a complete loser and that my team might be a loser team. So I'm in a new spot. But Kellen, can how does one get? Are you happy that the Bears won? Or is this one that you're going to look to at being the difference between draft picks? Because the Bears didn't deserve to win this game. They played awful. Like, how many wins do you have where a quarterback's like, yeah, I was absolutely terrible, and everyone's like, yeah, this court Like, the Bears won the game. They have a 2-1 and one record that's more than 500, and everyone is talking about how Justin Fields is not the guy going forward, and they don't have a quarterback. So, like, what, what does that feel like, knowing that this garbage interception could cost you a high draft pick. Is that how you're looking at this? Or so, like, so what you did, a loss. What, what, I need to just cut you off because that question was just like getting progressively meaner and meaner. <laughs> um, Cause it's like, it started <laughs> off like, how do you feel? And then you put like a bunch of context to how I probably felt. And then you asked the question did, uh... again in a meaner way. Um, so I didn't, I didn't like that, but it does not feel okay. good, Josh. Uh, this is stemming. This is stemming from <laughs> I. I texted Kellen about an hour after the game, and I was just like, "So," and you were yeah. like, "The Bears still suck. Justin Fields is still a bust." So that's where this was stemming from. Is and I need to prepare yeah. myself because seriously, if the Bears literally don't win another game for the rest of the year, and this is the reason, and the Steelers don't win another game for the rest of the year. And then the Steelers get the first overall pick because the Bears got a garbage time interception against the Texans. How much would that suck? A lot. A lot. I mean, I guess <laughs> neither team will be in the conversation for the number one pick, so I'm not too worried about that. But it's just like that's not what the text said on Sunday. It, it's <laughs> it's uh, it's just frustrating, like because the Bears are always in like in for drafting a quarterback. And, like, you have this guy who is really successful in college, seems to be pretty athletic and, like, is a winner. And even that guy is, like, not panning out for your team. Like, you just really feel cursed. And Justin Fields, like, has not looked like a guy at all that can be relied on. 
and he looks it's just confused. like yeah i i don't know like on one of his interceptions the guy was wide open right up the middle of the field and he just missed him and threw right to the safety instead like there's just like clearly like a lack of confidence in what he's doing right now so yeah I think there there's still like issues with him learning the offense and not feeling completely comfortable with it. Like this is three games in, but that's also make, making excuses for him. And he's he was just flat out bad. And there's like not really anything else you could say about it. Like it doesn't feel like the Bears won because like the most important piece for the Bears' future looked really bad and looked like he might be a bust. Yeah, and what's what's even worse, not to like. Pile of misery loves company. Um, people are like now just completely erasing the fact that the Bears beat the 49ers. They're trying to just scrub yeah, that that's because they're purely just like, a weather game now. Yeah, they're like that game didn't even matter. Like that game shouldn't have even happen. It didn't. It that didn't really even like there's there's nothing there. So I absolutely like it. It's bad. It's weird. Weird times here. Um, but yeah, I just need to get your thoughts on that. Just straight from the Steelers into the bears there. We'll get that out of the way. And then like, how, yeah, we're not, we're, we, we're not very happy this week as, as co-hosts no, here. And no. And so like, but this is, we do, we, we battle through in these moments. And for the first time in my life, probably. Yeah. For the first time in my life, on Thursday night, I'm watching the Steelers game, and they put up the next game graphic, like or the upcoming schedule graphic, and I looked at it, and there was not one game I felt confident my team could win. Like, I just was staring I, at losses. <laughs> so, Josh, like, you say, you say things like that, and it's just like, like we've all, we've both had like similar sufferings as fans, like in terms of like our teams, just like bother us so much. Yeah. So like, there's such a difference because like you're saying this, I'm like, I've experienced this every single year. I've been a Bears fan. Like, like every I can't Sunday remember a time not experiencing that. that. Yeah. No, but like, it's just like it, it just shows the difference and like where you have now dropped to. Like you're uh, at my level now, Josh. I'm. I'm Doesn't low. it suck? It's not fun and. They're going to go, like, well, what sucks for me is that I was looking at the Jets game next week, and I was like, yeah, we probably won't win that home game against the Jets. (laughs) Yeah, that's, that is, that's low right there. Like, I think you're, I think you're being pessimistic about it, but the fact that you've dropped that point is, I mean, uh, but then we go on, we go on a stretch where it's like, Buffalo and Miami and just there's not a chance we're gonna get run out of the building. No, no. so it's yeah. it's but somehow they'll win one of those games just because that's what the Steelers do. But I also can't see them surprising another team like they did the Bengals Week One. Like they surprised. Them. I and TJ Watt played. I hope on you know, level. like you're at you're at the point in like what you've said to me. Like it would actually bother me if Kenny Pickett came in this year and was just like, looked like a sure hall of fame quarterback. And I want to be happy for you, but he just can't come in and do that right away or else you will be so insufferable. Oh, I'm going to be miserable if that happens. I'm going to be the, because I go, people I work with, 
I'm not even they they are more obsessed with the Steelers than I am, I swear. Because I'm not even in the building. I'm on the opposite, clear opposite side of campus. Haven't seen them in an hour and a half. They sent me a picture of the whiteboard where they were playing hangman, and it's Kenny Pickett has small hands. Like they talk about Kenny Pickett and his hand size more than I do, which is insane. And so, yes, people are sitting there trying to dunk on me constantly about this. And I just want it to not. And I mean, I, I know it's not going to go well. I know, I know deep down there's not a chance that the Steelers just did it again. Like, there's no way. This, they couldn't possibly have just done it again. But, well, we're never going to get the chance to find out if Mike Tomlin doesn't, you know put his nuts on the table here yeah. shortly because the season's about I to think, be over. Uh, yeah, I think he's going to be starting pretty soon. Um, but we'll move on into some other NFL games here. Uh, let's talk about the Monday night game oh. that actually happened tonight. Yeah. Cowboys-Giants. Uh, snooze fest, huh, Josh? No, not really. It was a good game. Uh, <laughs> but No, I thought it was a, I thought it was uh, a great game. Um the, the, so yeah. here, here's look, tell me what is wrong with me because <laughs> the Giants scored 16 points in this game, and one of my notes is Daniel Jones actually looked pretty good. Why? <laughs> why did I write that? That doesn't make sense. Well, because early in the game, Daniel Jones was actually they were moving the ball down the field pretty well, um, and they was, just weren't capping start- anything off. With he was points. he was running like he was like he was running like he was trying to make everyone forget that he tripped on like that ninety yard touchdown yeah. run against the Eagles that one time because he was oh, actually yeah. like their best runner in that game. It was like Saquon out there, yeah, who's back I'm, by the way. I'm so glad though. Like I love when the Cowboys lose, but uh, it would have been terrible for Jacksonville, Miami, and the Giants to be the only undefeated teams in the NFL. Well, Jacksonville lost week one. Oh, um, yeah, they did. By Who the way, we're going to talk team? about that. Who's the other team? Uh, There's one it's, other. It's, the only two undefeated teams are Philadelphia and Yeah, Miami oh, it was right Philadelphia. Now. It was Philadelphia. I got my greens mixed up because I'm colorblind. It was Philadelphia, Miami, and would have been the Giants, which would have just been a crazy um, – Yeah. A, a crazy time to be alive with that happen. But, like, if, if I'm the Giants, I think they're going to be, like, I think they have a chance to make the playoffs this year. I think they can actually be a serviceable football team because of, large in part, how bad the NFC is. Um, and the Cowboys are just going to be insufferable. We have a, we're going to have a quarterback controversy between Dak Prescott um, when he returns, which he got his, he got his stitches out right before the game. I noticed that they strategically released the Dak got his stitches out, and he was going to be able to return to throw. So we'll see, we'll see what happens. Um, but yeah, they they released that statement like they were definitely expecting Cooper Rush to play really poorly yeah. tonight. So, um, good for him. Like he was, he's been balling out and a uh, really good backup quarterback which is a very important position for the Dallas Cowboys because their quarterbacks always seem to get hurt. Uh, oh, yeah. So to have a good one 
is uh, is pretty awesome. I think Brian Dable, I wasn't always sold on him, but he's kind of looking like a good head coach three games in. Um, he really doesn't have a lot of talent to work with with the Giants. Like, yeah, I really don't like and- that roster at all. The receivers are pretty good. Uh, praise up Sterling Shepard. And Saquon's good. And then their offensive line and quarterback situation is kind of a nightmare. Yeah, and he's done I would, very well with that situation. I I would put him kind of in the Dan Campbell sort of realm of coaches where, like, I don't know that he's a great coach, but, people, like, right now at least they like playing for him and they will play for him. Um, But, like you said, they have a lot of just glaring red flags on their roster that if everything yeah, doesn't some, stay well – and I can see some issues arising yeah. in there in New York. Like uh, the G- Giants fans, I are definitely happy watching this because you like it. Seems like you have the right head coach. Um, only three games in, like, but you know yeah. he's looking good so far. But also, it's probably a little frustrating because you really know Daniel Jones isn't the guy, um, and he hasn't looked incredible, but he's looked good enough. But they're mm-hmm. not. It's looking like they're not going to be in a great position to be drafting a quarterback next year. So yeah, and that's that's what I'm like. And it's such loser talk. I keep going back to how big of a loser I am, and we are, I guess. Now it's complete loser talk. But like, wouldn't if you're a Giants fan, wouldn't you almost just you know that you know that he's not the guy? Wouldn't you kind of just prefer to suck? Like, I'm I'm not ever, never actively tank. I'm not suggesting you actively tank. But, like, as a fan, knowing that you have no chance to win the Super Bowl, why would you not just, like, just suck? Like, just be it's, absolutely abysmal. It's, it's like, impossible to, t- to tell, like, professional athletes to not play well. So no. it's good to see that at least the head coach is, like, getting them getting yeah, that no, out of I them. Want, so I want you, them to you have well. the right, like, infra- you, yeah, but you have the, the right infrastructure in place, which is reassuring in that yeah. sense. No, I want them to play well. I don't want, yeah. like, I, I hate when teams, like, actively tank or even there's any talk about tanking. Like, I don't want you to lose games. But, like, when you look back at it at the end of the year, like, what did it call? Like, that sucks. Some of these wins could have been losses that would have just helped you. Yeah, maybe put you in a maybe better they make the playoffs. Position. They might make the playoffs. They probably will make the playoffs because and well, the, the NFC is just the NFC is so terrible with the parity of um who's good and who's not. And I thought the AFC like everyone's like, oh, the AFC is going to be an absolute gauntlet. It's going to be so hard. And here we are, week three. Largely, it's still completely open because, and I think I mentioned something along these lines, everyone's beating up on everybody currently. So it's not, you don't have the, it's going to be a dogfight to the end um, of the season in the AFC, I feel like, just because everyone can beat everybody and everyone is beating everybody at least in the first three weeks in the AFC. So that's like, 
I mean, we can go into the Sunday night game because Denver was supposed to be this unbelievable offensive force, and Russell Wilson has now gotten booed in two stadiums this year. Yeah. Like, profusely booed, not just like boo, we don't like, like, hatred booed, booed off the field in Denver, where he was supposed to be the savior, and Denver's done this song and dance many times before where they get it, well, they've done it with Peyton Manning, um, where they bring in a quarterback and they put the pieces around him and they immediately have success. That's not happening. Russell Wilson's such a joke. Like, you cannot spend all offseason making everything about you, doing the Bronco Country Let's Ride, becoming like a meme, having somehow cameras catch you do mental reps of high-fiving the fans that everyone made fun of you for, and then there were a couple people that were like, oh, he's just doing what he does on game day. No, because on game day he's getting booed. No one's trying to shake his hand on game day. So the mental reps didn't even work. Um, like, he's kind of a clown. It's a clown show in Denver two, right now. Two and one. Two and one. He's two and one. But So, I don't know what to tell you. He's getting he's booed record. at home. But he's getting booed at he's home. two and one. He's two and one. getting booed Numbers at home. Numbers don't lie, Josh. You think he's going to apologize for being above 500? The the Broncos are like they haven't looked good, but you know it's got to be. They scored it, eleven. It can't be the points. worst feeling knowing like, yeah, but you know the offense is going to get better because no, you don't. I don't think. Yeah, yeah, you do because it can't be that bad with uh, <laughs> potential Hall of Fame quarterback and two good receivers and two good running backs. It's just not going to continue to be that bad. I do think the play calling is not completely to Russell Wilson's strengths. You saw it was it got better in that game as the game went on. But it's just like uh, Nathaniel Hackett, like uh, the uh, coaching tree that he's from is like the Packers, Shanahan one. There's just too many short routes on those plays. Like you got to have the home run threat at all times for Russell Wilson because he's got the best deep ball in the game. And it just like hasn't been that that much in, no, that, I- in that offense so far. He hasn't he hasn't been good and it's just it it's brutal to watch them right now and they're gonna keep because of Russell Wilson, they're gonna keep putting them in prime time. They're gonna make me watch this this team and it's just not um it's not fun. It's not a good team. I'm I'm gonna be a yeah. Broncos truther. They are bad and they stink out loud and I don't think Russell Wilson's gonna get better. I really don't. I definitely, that. I definitely think it'll get better. I don't know if they're a playoff team this year, but like it's been really bad. So I don't. I just don't understand how it could be worse. Uh, so it'll get better. I'm confident in that. On the other end, uh, San Francisco, Jimmy G looks like he completely forgot that offense. He looked bad too. And, well, no, uh, I heard the Jimmy G. I... The, the redemption arc was perfectly in place for him, and he just. Threw it away. They it was got rid of it right away. I heard that they didn't even give him. They didn't give him a playbook this offseason. I well, you should said, know it though, right? <laughs> but they changed. If they changed it in any way, shape, or form, apparently they they didn't give him <laughs> a playbook yeah, because they, he's going to be he, leaving. He should. He should know it. He knows it already. Like it's. It's not like they're going to be running the Trey Lance plays for him. He doesn't need to learn that playbook. So 
He knows the old one, which is what they're going to be running for him. But he still just looked really bad. That he he Orlovsky'd himself, got that safety in the end zone, which yeah wasn't as bad. And Dan Orlovsky says he's free, but he's an idiot. I got to watch Dan Orlovsky's highlight ten times last night yeah. because of that. Like we need to get into that because like this was actually going to be my tweet of the week. Um, was him saying that he was he's freed. Why? Anyone watching that knows that it's a pretty routine thing to maybe like step a half inch out of the back of the end zone. Like that's something totally understandable. Yeah, Jimmy I, G has to, Jimmy G has to know. It's still it's still not good. Okay, because he's not he, good. No, he it's, like it's scrambled back a little bit. It's not good, but like to tr- try and think like you know he's had this tweet in his drafts saying freed at last for since it happened. Um and so he brings that attention to himself of oh yeah, like I had a play that was this bad too and he didn't assume that everyone was going to show the two clips and compare them and him just straight up like running across the back of the end zone versus stepping out with one foot and throwing the ball. So like, I yeah. mean, it's, it, it's so funny. To I, me I'm guessing it's tried. just a, it's, it's a misery loves company situation for Orlovsky. He's just happy. He has yeah, someone he, down in the trenches. More people with him are now. talking about Orlovsky than they are. Jimmy G's idiot mistake. Yeah. But now there's somebody else to talk about, you know, it's not just yeah, one person. I think, I think, yeah, I know. I still think it's going to just be Orlovsky that gets brought. I, yeah, people it's are definitely forget, worse. People are going to forget that Jimmy G ever did this so fast. It's because it it, Jimmy G's too hot for people to remember that about him. Yeah. Like, he's just – I'm going to be honest. I was man-crushing on him big time. Not even man-crushing. Like, I was expl- like I was definitely attracted to him and maybe, like, mm. a non – you know, never mind. All right. Never mind. <laughs> okay. He's a he's a yeah. he's a handsome guy, Josh. Uh, let's 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 move on. Let's move on. We don't, uh, hey, another crazy game where you're talking about AFC teams beating up on each other. Team that we thought was going to be really good. Another team we thought was going to be really bad. Chargers Jaguars. Yeah, who saw that one coming, Josh? Huh? Um, I did not because when they cut to the game. Like, hey, this game's coming up next sort of deal during the 1 o'clock slate. I was like, that's going to be an assault. I was correct. I was just assuming that it was going to be the Jags getting assaulted by the Chargers. And Doug Peterson doing it again? Maybe? Yeah. Fifth, Maybe. fifth most all-time in Jaguars wins. Uh, he tied Urban Meyer at two. Which is really big for him. Uh, did it a lot earlier, which is, is yeah. great. But like, my Trevor Lawrence take is really aging like fine wine. Just so you know, I was in on him after week one. I was like, you know, he's really not that bad. Uh, I'm so not a big ups to me for that. I don't like him. And also through the transitive property, the Jaguars are now better than the Chiefs. So that's that's cool too. Which I don't. They know. beat the Colts, and the Colts beat the Chiefs. Yeah, and I, I think I do think some people need to apologize to the Colts, though. 
Yeah, maybe you. I don't know. I think you might be. No, I'm not talking about either. I'm saying all of last week, everyone was just all dogging the Colts because they lost to the Jags again, and they can never shut out. The Jags are a good football team. Like, they are a good football team. So. Just admit Trevor Lawrence is good, Josh. Come on. I don't like Trevor Lawrence. I don't want him to succeed. He's good, though. I don't. He's good, though. No. I'm not going to say he's good. I don't like him. I still think he's a fraud. <laughs> he's good. I'm a, tr- I'm a Trevor he's Lawrence definitely good. I do not like him. I think he's a fraud. He's a systems quarterback. So. I will never like Trevor Lawrence. He looked great. He looked great against the Chargers. Um, and you know what? I'm in on him. And I my my take is aging well. And you're on the you're on the wrong side of history here, Josh. That's fine. So I'll, sorry I'll be, about that. That's perfectly fine. But with me. hey, we I don't. Yeah, we, we we talked about it a little bit. Let's get into Chiefs Colts. The Colts with the upset that everyone saw coming for sure. This this was like yeah. a. I mean, it was definitely a must-win game for them, even though the AFC South is not that. Forgot to mention, Jags are in first place in the AFC South now. But, yeah, the Colts really needed that to not just, like, be winless. They've been 0-2-1. Well, this was the Colts' really first to home game, from. too. People forget that they didn't even play a home game till now. So it was yeah. a huge game for them. Uh, and this was the first, like, did this one go final first? Whatever. Either way, this was the first of like three meltdowns that we got to see um, on Sunday afternoon because, and I love when this happens. I'm I am such a sucker for pain and such a pervert for things being wrong in paradise. Like this just goes back to any time that Tom Brady would look at Belichick weird or something like that. I'd be like, ha, it's all over. It's coming like Mahomes and Biennemi yelling at each other after the game. Just inject that into my bloodstream. I love when these teams where they're just like they can do no wrong, everything goes, all these all these pieces always fall into place for them, finally suck. I like that. I like when they have a humbling moment and there's gotta be like is there a more demoralizing fan base to lose to than Indianapolis? Like that's gotta suck. You're uh, leaving yeah, Green and, ba- Green Bay, Green Bay. Yeah. Okay, but like at least they're not. I mean, yeah, Green Bay's bad, but like Indianapolis, just all wearing khakis with their jerseys tucked in as you leave, and you're like, we lost to these guys. Like, yeah, but at least I they're mean, not all morbidly obese. So that is true. You can that. fit more. You can fit more Colts fans in a stadium than you can Packers fans. Um, That's just math, right there. That don't, is don't question it. That's math and science. That, that is, yep. We were STEM students, and but it was a good, it was a good game. I mean, I again, I was watching the end, like kind of in disbelief that this is actually about to happen. And Matt Ryan, I don't know what he, what happened to him, but he Eddie played Ice. very well. He he played very well for Matt Ryan of the last three years. And he led a game-winning drive when it mattered, um, and it did look like they. It looked like the Colts were just genuinely like having fun, and that they do enjoy being together. So I think it'll be a cool. I think it could be a uh, 
a good team that they have there. I think they, again, they're going to hang around, but they're going to, ultimately, it's the Colts, they're going to lose the game that they should win. Um, They've been doing that forever. They've been losing games that they should win, going dating back to um, the shoestring tackle by Ben Roethlisberger. Like, the, the Colts find ways to lose. Dating back to yes. them. Yes. Yeah. Um, but... Uh, Let's see. Yeah. We got another AFC game here uh, that we definitely have to talk about: Bills and Dolphins. That was to get the Dolphins to three and zero. Bills dropped to two and one. I mean, everybody after two weeks definitely was crowning Bills Super Bowl champs. So that was a huge yeah. win for Tua and the Dolphins. And Tua definitely did it one hundred percent with a concussion as well, which is okay. I would like great for him. I would like this is a weird. This is a weird situation where I might actually be a slight expert in this because um, as many people that know me might remember, I've had quite a few concussions and I have also broken my back, which is lower back injury. So I do remember the one time when I broke my back and I had a low back injury, I was definitely very dizzy and couldn't stand up and was stumbling because I also got a concussion while playing hockey with a broken back. So, <laughs> Josh, just I everything had... you've said is now invalidated because you mentioned the concussion. But yeah, no, yeah. no. In all, in all seriousness, I do remember like it. It, it was it directly affected my brain when I had a broken back and I did find it hard to walk um, right after I got hit <laughs> in that. <head. laughs> uh, so uh, Tua was concussed. Uh, he had to be, I don't, nothing, nothing you said convinced me otherwise. I'm sorry that that argument just kind of collapsed but in on itself. But and, Tua and, said yeah. that he did. <laughs> Tua said that he, uh, he didn't though. He said that he said it's a low back injury, so we have to believe Tua. Because why yeah. would they lie about? Yeah, <laughs> of course, of course. Yeah, I don't know. I think I think Stephen Ross gets turned on by the by the potential to get fined now. Like oh. the Dolphins owner, he just he just loves that. He he loves a little slap on the wrist. And I uh, like I I do just love the how blatant they were about this. Where it's like you show the replay and he. <laughs> Smokes his head on the ground, just I'm, so obvious that like it, his head gets smoked. He gets up, he can't even walk. Comes out of the game, comes back in. They're like, "What do you mean concussion? He has a hurt back, you idiot!" Like, yeah, we we didn't we didn't even have time in the game for them to to report like, "Oh, Tua is questionable to return with a head." Like he was out for one series and then back yeah. in. Like it, it was he he pet. That he had to pass concussion protocol quicker than anyone has ever passed it. So that that's and not he, true. People pass it really fast. They go and crazy. he played. He played well. And I think like, yeah, like you said, everyone's been crowning the Bills, saying the Bills are going to win. And this is a very like, if I'm a Bills fan, if you're going to be happy about a loss, this should be the loss you're happy about, um, because you lost to a good team. So now all. Instead, like if they lose to a team that's terrible, like I don't know the Steelers, that would be what's wrong with the Bills. Like the sky is falling, 
they lose to Miami, a good team. Um, and it's just like, okay, there's going to be competition. Like the thought process now is, oh, there's competition in the AFC, not like, oh my God, trouble in paradise. Even though the Bills offensive coordinator just had an all time meltdown after the game. Yes. And the, the best part about not looking yeah, good. The best part about that video is when he like has the moment where he realizes he wants to smash something else, but it's already smashed everything that he has. He just shoves the papers in the camera. Um, like he yeah. has, he has a I moment would... where he goes to grab something else to like smash. He's like, "I have, I've smashed it all. I threw everything." And then he just shovels. Yeah, yeah. I, it, it was it was a great reaction because we've all been there before as sports fans. We've all reacted yes. in a similar way, whether we're proud of it or not. Uh, so. It's happened, and uh, definitely understand where he's coming from. Maybe, you know, as a 40-year-old man, it's kind of maybe a more lame thing to do, but we've all been there. And but Tom Brady a lot of 40 said it was okay. Men have been there as well. Tom Brady, yeah, Tom, Brady okay. Tom Brady has set this example for the rest of the league. He did. So, uh, it's also so funny to me. If you want to blame anyone, blame him. Like, it's, it's so funny to me. I have one more note on this Miami game, but it's so funny to me that Tom Brady tried to get everyone to believe that he didn't smash his cell phone during Deflategate that had the text messages on it. And then every year since then, he smashed a tablet on national television. Like, hey, look at how good I am at smashing electronic devices. Um, that's just laughable to me. That he, His whole thing was like, oh, yeah, like, what do you mean? My phone just broke. I didn't smash it for sure. Watch yeah, him well- smash his tablet. He, that that probably smashing his phone is what started it all because he he gets off on crime, like he yeah. it makes him feel so it makes him feel so good inside, and that's just yeah. a reminder of the time that he just broke all the NFL rules. Yeah, and so oh, one thing, um, meme that should be made. Remind me to make this. It's Adam Levine's DMs on the Microsoft tablet to Giselle. And then Brady smashes it. So in game, he gets sent a screenshot of what Adam Levine said to Giselle, and he's like, "Dang, she's leaving me." Breaks his tablet. Boom! Great meme right there. Yeah. Perfect meme. Uh, you, I'll meme. try to remind you to put it together then. Yeah, that's you, that's a good meme. Tweet. But we had the play. We had the play of the year. Yes. We had the play of the year happened at the end of this game um, but when punt. the Dolphins punter just punted the ball straight up the butt. <laughs> I mean, straight he, up he the punted butt it like he was made. trying to fit it, fit it in there, like, uh, which begs the, it, it <laughs> begs the age-old question, would you rather uh, shit a football sideways or pee a golf ball? And obviously football sideways because <laughs> it didn't look that bad. That was, um, that was insane. That was I. I loved it. It was great. Um, just watching that. I thought he like, punted it backwards at first. Yeah, uh, you're watching that. and You're like, that went up his, that went up his butt. You're like that hit him in the butt, right? And then yeah. you see the replay, and then that cameraman that got it right as the ball is like in his butt. That was hilarious. So shout yeah. out to that cameraman. 
Thank you for giving us that moment. Um, I love it. What a great way to get a safety. I love safety so much. And it's even funnier because it didn't like, I do like that it didn't cost Miami the game because now they're just going to joke about that all the time. It like, would have been way funnier if it cost them it would have been it would have been, been way funnier way if that did cost them the game like it it, it would have but hey Miami needs to win and if I'm Miami like they need they absolutely need to keep winning these games because the wheels are going to come off and they're going to come off so quickly when they have to go play in Buffalo in the cold in the playoffs something like that it is going to be miserable this team is not they're they're not going to win anything because they cannot play in the they can't play in the cold. This is going to be when Matt Moore yeah. took the Dolphins in to go play the Steelers and got absolutely decapitated in eighteen negative eighteen degree weather um, by Bud Dupree. Like that's what's going to happen. So enjoy your wins right now, Miami. You need to like if they want to make the playoffs, they need to keep winning now because they're going to go on a massive losing streak the second they have to go play these games out east in the cold yeah so i i mean mike mcdaniel is definitely looking like the real deal right now so maybe he'll get them up and prepared for it uh he's he's been great um probably the best head coach hire this year it's looking like uh still very early on but he's definitely got the dolphins playing right so that's good for them uh we'll move on to a different game that we can talk about here josh uh, Bucks and Packers. We got to talk about that. That was the that was the loser has to call their family bull, right there. Yeah, uh, yeah. Both quarterbacks really hate their families. It was yeah, they do. Well, I don't. Aaron Rodgers hates his family. I yeah. Don't, so does Tom Brady hate his? I think Tom Brady's family hates Tom Brady. Well, he doesn't want to be around them either. That's why he retired well, or unretired. No, I think because he's getting a divorce, so he doesn't even have a family anyway. And his kids hate oh him God. because he kisses them on the lips. So I think Tom Brady's just trying to like, like he was going to retire from football. Giselle realized how miserable of a human he is. And he was like, and she was like, I'm out. Like, I want a divorce. And then he was like, oh, maybe if I play football again, she'll like me. And then my kid won't get met. Like, it's weird if a non-football player kisses their kid on the lips a lot with tongue. And so he was just trying to come back to play football so that his family thinks he's cool again. I think he loves his family. He's obsessed with his family. But I think his family finally realized what a loser he is when he didn't play football. And then he shows uh, this game. Uh, yeah, what? I, I, I just, I'm just having like a tough time following everything that you're saying right now. It's, All right. There's so much to that. There's, Let me – Tom Brady. No, you don't have to did, break it down further. I, th- Tom Brady is, wins Super Bowls in worse. questionable – Tom Brady wins Super Bowls in questionable ways. Supermodel. Oh, look, he's got a. He's successful, but has less money than me. Maybe I will make him my charity case and I'll marry him. And then they're a power couple. And then they have children. And then the football player decides 
You know, it'd be cool if I no, stuck my no, tongue no, down. No, no, we don't need another. Throat. We don't need another breakdown. I, I, and then, I get and then what. I, I, and then Giselle, once Tom stops playing football, is like, "Wow, this guy's actually a major loser." You're literally, you're just saying the same me. thing twice in a row. That's all you're doing here. I, I, and, I don't need another breakdown yeah, here. I, Tom Brady's trying to save his marriage. It's not working. It's not I, work. I just think hey, uh, he, like he unretired because he was sick of his family. That's all I'm saying. No, I think it's because he's trying to win his family back. I, I really know. Do. I know. I got that. You told me twice now. It is. It's because <laughs> he's trying to win his family back. And guess what? What a major loser move to wear your high school headshot on a teacher pregame. What an idiot. What a loser Tom Brady is. Like, he's he's going back to high school now. Probably when he had yeah. more than one friend. You hate him. You hate him. So I really much. do. It, he has nobody. He has nobody. He doesn't have kids. He doesn't have a wife. And Julian Edelman. He doesn't. He's lost Jules. He lost Jules and he lost well, Gronk. He does not have a lot of wide receiver help right now. If that's what you're saying, uh, I'm saying that he chose Mike Cole Evans was Beasley suspended with. You know, I know, I know, I know. I'm just trying to transition into Tom's wide receiver help here. But yeah. He, uh, he, I mean, Mike Evans was suspended. No Chris Godwin, no Julio Jones. I mean, that that's nobody. He's playing his first game ever with Cole Beasley, and he's got like Scotty Miller and then a couple of tight ends who aren't that good. Like, Which, again, the receivers in this game were maybe like the worst assortment of receivers all season because Aaron Rodgers doesn't have a lot of help there either. Yeah. It's By the way, I don't uh, know if we even said this, the Bucks lost to the Packers. Yes, the Bucks did knows. lose because they're major losers and they lost to the they lost to the Packers. They, they looked really unorganized at the end. They took a delay game on a two point conversion, which is just like the unholiest thing you could do to a football coach right there. Yeah, and and then like Aaron Rodgers was really weird. He made some comments like, Yeah, I saw something on the Jumbotron. That tipped me off, and, I, and then we won the game because he's he's just on. trying to take credit loser. for his defense winning him a football yeah. game right there. He, he's such a loser, and again, everyone's yeah. To your point, everyone's talking about the Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers. The final score is fourteen to twelve. Both quarterbacks sucked in this game. It was the defenses that won the game. Okay, so. You, you can't sit here and take all the credit for this. I'm sorry. You just can't, Aaron. Um, God, I hate him, too. This sucked. I didn't watch this game because that's how much it sucked. Because it was it was I not a very both. entertaining game uh, until the very end. Because it, it never felt like the Bucks were in it, but they were only – it was only a one-possession game, like, for most of the game. But it was just – it was a really sloppy game uh, for America's Game of the Week. Yeah, but uh, two really good defenses, that's for sure. So they'll probably be uh, playing some big games later on in the season, both those teams. Oh, for sure. Uh, we'll pass it along to a must-win game for both teams in this game, Raiders and Titans. Titans come up victorious because the yeah. Raiders can convert the two-point conversion, I think. so. Uh, but there has to be just a little bit to Devontae Adams that's like, Man, I like, messed up. I got into what here? Like, because 
Derek Carr is a good quarterback. He hasn't really been that good this year, but he's not Aaron Rodgers. And they're to get his production up, they're targeting him way more than Aaron Rodgers like ever needed to, which has been yeah. kind of detrimental to the rest of the offense. Yeah, and I'm not like yeah, I was I was watching a little bit of this game, keeping tabs on it, and oh, the Raiders are bad. Like, how do the it's so weird to me. I, did, I was never in on that Josh far. McDaniels hire either. No. And it's weird because I feel like not many people who actually kind of know sports were very, like, were very much high on this hire and were like, yeah, this is like the best hire or anything. Like, like I just kind of, it's bad. Things aren't going, things are not going well there. I don't know that there is an answer because you have all of the pieces. Like, you have a defense that's supposed to be good. You have an offense that has all the pieces you could ask for. There are, like, at least 28 other teams in the NFL that would take your offensive pieces, outside of car maybe, but, like, would take parts of your offense. And this they were supposed to be one of the high flyers. Like, Derek Carr was actually genuinely non-ironically talked about as a Hall of Fame candidate or not as an MVP candidate going into this season. Like, oh, yeah, with all of the weapons he has around him, he could be in the MVP conversation. That's an actual thing that we talked about. And they have just absolutely sucked um, all, all season. And, I, yeah. yeah, it is three games. I, lo- I love this time because, like, it matters so much, but in the grand scheme of things, it doesn't matter at all. But everyone loves looking back to that week three game at the end of the year where they're like, if they only could have done this in week three, we would have been wherever. But oh yeah, yeah, it was they've they've had a they've had a tough schedule up to this point so far. But it's like it's not getting any easier. They're in the AFC no. West, which everybody says is the toughest division in the NFL. So they really needed to get off to a better start, and um, yeah, they just haven't done so. The Titans yeah. needed that win though, just to stay in their divisional race. And Derrick Henry looked back, which was great for them, uh, because the play action game is really what their offense relies oh, yeah. upon so much. And you saw oh, yeah. finally uh, Bobby Trees getting open downfield because Derrick Henry had a big game. So that's that's good to see for the yeah, Titans. It is. He always and he always seems to start off like maybe a little slow, but I think I think he's back. Yeah, but I mean, in Mike Vrabel, like these are the games that he ends up he does end up winning these. Like Vrabel is one of those coaches that I would put him. Obviously, I, I would put him in the the Mike Tomlin kind of place where they they always put together some sort of team. And yeah, they're not the best team that they're putting out there, but like. They man like he's one of those coaches that just finds a way to get the right guys to play for him at the right times where they're never like when everything's spiraling, they manage to snap out of it and they beat a team like this. But if I'm the Raiders and I'm Raiders fans, I'm actually genuinely concerned right now because you like you said, they played three tough opponents. But I mean the Cardinals didn't look good. They had the Cardinals dead to rights, and they blew that game. Like, I, if I'm looking at this, there's just I I should have I should have won most of these games, and you're not winning them, which is a very concerning thing 
in place to be in because you can't be 0-3 in that division. You just cannot start 0-3. Um, but who yeah. knows? Yeah, Maybe, there's, they got a, there's still they got an uphill battle for sure. There is still a ton I, of season I, left. I think that kind of just eliminates them from from everything. It's just a bad start. Yeah. Uh, but a, a team with a great start here, uh, our other undefeated team, the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, Jalen Hurts has quickly proven me wrong. He he looks like he could be an MVP like uh, finalist this year. He's looking. He's looked really good. The Eagles have looked great. They don't have like any weaknesses. Their defense has been good. Their run game's been good, and that's opened up play action, getting Jalen Hurts outside the pocket. He's been really effective. I mean, the Eagles are looking like the team to beat in the NFC right now, Josh. Yes. So I, I agree with, like, 99% of what you said. Um, Jalen Hurts will be in the MVP conversation, but he is not going to win the MVP, and I'll tell you why he's not going to win the MVP, because he's going to have one game where he just sucks so bad. I don't know when it's going to happen. I don't know who it's going to be against, but he is going to have one game where he is just terrible, like Joe Burrow-esque performance, throwing like four picks, something unbelievable where like they're going to get one team that's going to just scheme for them and be like, okay, we are not going to get beat by this aspect of Jalen Hurts and he's going to get exposed for one game and one game only. And then that's just going to ruin his um, MVP talk. But I'm totally with you. The Eagles are a <laughs> they're a good team top to bottom. They really don't have a glaring weakness. Um, I just – it's the Eagles, and I just have a feeling like they're just due for one game that they just kind of – the wheels fall off for a bit, and then you regroup. Because they're going to keep winning, they're going to get a target on their back, and there's going to be that one game. Um, I'm really upset that the Commanders scored. Um, they were down – they had a safety, so they had two points, and then – um, they got the score to eight, so I'm really upset about that. I wanted the final score to be 24 to two, but whatever. Commanders Could that have been are a, a scoregami. I'm not sure. I really don't know. But the Commanders oh. are a bad team. What? Yeah, it's the Carson Wentz experience. He's just, uh, yeah, he was bad Carson Wentz all day on Sunday, did and and also it's tough. Did you see this TikTok? I meant to send it to you. RG3 made a TikTok in what I believe was his Redskins jersey, making fun of Carson Wentz for being a bad quarterback for the Commanders. Yeah. RG3 won Rookie of the Year, Josh. Okay. So let's never forget that. I was RG three would have had a great career would it not be for FedEx Field that really just, ruined his career. So I was just absolutely blown away that <laughs> that I was watching that and I was like because I Dude, thought it was just every a, I thought every, it was a fan every quarterback I, can clown Carson once I know but I thought it was a fan and I'm like hey that guy kind of looks like RG three and then I kept watching it's like. Nope, that is RG3 trying to make fun of another quarterback for being bad. Funny. I like yeah. it. R and RG3 was definitely good. He won Rookie of the Year. I'm just saying. You, 
He won Rookie of the Year, and then he tore his ACL. And then he was bad. He won Rookie of the Year over Andrew Luck, who was good as well. So then he was uh, bad. Big, big ups to RG3. <laughs> uh, team who's actually going to, uh, they have the MVP winner on it, Josh. And you're not going to like this. But it's Lamar Jackson, and he's balling out. And the Ravens are looking really good. And Lamar, he might be a quarterback, Josh. He might just be a quarterback. He might know how to pass the football. They beat the Patriots. Mac Jones, the way he reacted to that injury, if you're crying on the field, you have to be out for the year. That should be a rule. Well, like if you're yes. gonna miss four weeks, you you, okay. you can't come back. You have to, but you, so you know you know Mac you know Mac Jones cries just a lot about yeah. everything. Like they but get a you, Starbucks you order have to wrong be out for the year, then. If 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 you if you cry, you're out for the year. That's how it works. It I'm should sorry. be okay. But Kellen, he has a high ankle sprain, and people that's worse than a break. I've had a high <laughs> ankle sprain before. Just saying. Did you cry? So. And I've definitely, I did not. No, although <laughs> I did think it was, I did think it was broken. That's so he probably actually did think he broke his ankle. So, I guess I just kind of destroyed my own argument. I guess. He does look like a dude to cry. <laughs> well, you think I cry after ankle sprains, Josh? No. You're tough. Dude, the worst part of that was, like, the cramps that you get afterwards in your leg. Because, mm-hmm. like, all the blood, like, you, you, like, snap a lot of blood vessels. So, all the blood just drains your foot. And then you have mm. nothing in your like calf, and you get the worst cramps that that very first night. It was awful. So, um, yeah, T's and P's to Mac Jones and those cramps that he's about to be. Yeah, I'm. At. I'm sorry, I'm a Lamar Jackson truther, but what? He can win the MVP. MVP's Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, we we're supposed to talk about Lamar. Lamar is good. He, he's going to get MVP's half a billion dollars. MVPs don't matter. Don't matter. Like. I honestly yeah. like it that he's playing and so he, well because I'm not scared of the Ravens. They're not going to win in the playoffs. Like they're not. They're not. They won't happen. You, um. You you wouldn't know you you wouldn't know why I how I know you you are scared of the Ravens is what you just said right there. You call them the Ravens, Josh. I I haven't heard that from you. Yeah, I'm not. I'm ever. not scared. I'm not scared of them. But guess what? This is amazing because please. I, I asked Cleveland to do this in the offseason, and I'm going to ask you the same thing. Sign him. Back up the Brinks truck and sign this guy because I will take a guy that thinks he's – you have a more mobile Joe Flacco where every once every three or four years, they have a great year. How how did you even just call Lamar Jackson a more mobile Joe Flacco? That is Think the most it. disrespectful thing to his running game that I've ever heard. <laughs> Think about it. Think a about more it, mobile though. Joe Flacco, he's like a running back when he has the ball in his hands. That's like, like way more than a more mobile Joe Flacco. Okay, he's a more mobile, worse thrower than Joe Flacco. He's Joe better Flacco. At- He's better at throwing than Joe Flacco. But, but Joe Flacco would have these like he, years where he would play really, really well, and everyone would be like, oh, is Joe Flacco elite? It's the same thing. You're watching the same thing. L- Lamar, 
You're Lamar watching does the not same have career. a lot of weapons. His, it's his the best same receiver is Rashad arc. Bateman and Devin Duvernay. It's definitely it's not. Same. Joe Flacco You're, never won an MVP. We are watching. We're watching the same no, career. No, Josh. We are watching no, the same. We're not career. because. Josh, we listen are. for a second. Joe Flat, <laughs> no, you're not listening. Joe Joe Flacco did not win an MVP. The, the career arc is nothing alike. Joe Flacco had more weapons than than Lamar has ever had. Lamar's two best receivers are Rashad Bateman and Devin Duvernay. Mark Andrews, he has a very good rapport with. Well, that's he's because built Lamar chased with him over the last Lamar, couple, couple of years. That's because Lamar chased the good wide receivers away because he can't throw the football. What? what what good wide receivers are you talking about? Mar- Marquise Brown is not that good of a wide receiver. He's was he, he got brought chance. in to the Cardinals be- because the Cardinals because the Cardinals best receiver got suspended. Okay, they've so, been in on the they have he, been in on free agent wide receivers and they haven't been able to sign them because no one wants to play with Lamar. I'm saying it's the same no, thing because Joe pe- Flack no it, and what, guess what? When guess has what? anyone ever said they don't want to play with Lamar? That's just not a thing. Guess what? Guess what? Joe Flacco won in the playoffs. Uh, you can have okay, every MVP yeah, like, in the world win in the playoffs. That's all that matters. Lamar can't win Lamar in the playoffs. Lamar Jackson is, is he okay? He's four years into his career. He hasn't had, exactly had a lot of time. So give him some time. It, it sometimes it takes a couple years to win in the playoffs. Like every everything you're saying is just like like. He's played for four, for only a couple of years. Like he's gonna win in the playoffs. Uh, if you're watching what Back. he's doing right now and think he's not gonna win in the playoffs, like you're crazy. He, okay, but he's, he's doing the exact same thing got he did. So much talent. He's doing the exact same thing no, he's he not. did a few he's, years ago, and everyone was like, he, "Oh, there's no way not. this team doesn't he, go to the Super Bowl." No, and he's not doing what he did a few years ago. He's he's passing the ball a lot better. His passing. From last year to this year has improved. It's For just now. like he didn't play a full season last year either, and he was good when he was playing last year too. We are like we are watching. He, he's We're stacking watching up lots of good seasons in a row right now, and you're like not seeing how good he has improved as a passer. We are we're watching the same thing that we saw with Joe Flacco. Yeah, uh, we're we're not. Um, At the end of their even, careers. Like, compare- it's the same to, career. Yeah, but arc. just but just comparing this to his games is just like it they're not, I'm not even compa- close. No, they're I'm not comparing just, the games. No, you I'm did not, you you definitely did. You call you called him a more mobile Joe Flacco. That's directly comparing their games. Okay. I'm then take the games completely out. I'm talking strictly career arc. You can take away the names too. Quarterback A yeah, and quarterback cr- B. It doesn't matter how you and, play. I'm saying the results are going to be the same. There's going to yeah, be but, but years I, where I've, you're like, yes, this quarterback is really, really great, and there are going to be years where you're like, wow, this quarterback sucks. I, I know what you're saying in that too, and you're, you're wrong with that as well because Joe Flacco has never won an MVP. Lamar has, and Lamar is having another good year, and he's but, stacking good years okay, in a row. Joe Flacco, Joe Flacco never Flacco did was, that. Yes, he did. He didn't stack good years in a row. He didn't Joe do Flacco. that like Lamar okay. is doing. Okay, Joe Flacco also and won he, in the playoffs. And like I said, and he won never the Super won Bowl. an MVP. Okay, yeah, not, he's done well in the playoffs, and I'm saying Lamar still just, has that in him. And I'm just saying, and if you're saying like, be, if you if, if you're if you're also saying like that's that's in Joe Flacco's career arc, you're 
and you're saying they have the same career arcs, you're saying Lamar is going to win a Super Bowl then too. I don't understand that. That's possibly, a, that, and that maybe. would make his career that would make his career way better than Joe Flacco's then. If he does, then maybe it would. I'm just saying currently this is shaping up to be a lot like Joe Flacco, where it's it's a joke talking about whether or not Joe Flacco's elite. Okay? He was good enough for people to actually genuinely ask the question, is Joe Flacco one of the elite quarterbacks in the NFL? And then it became a joke. Because it, he had those down. It would be years. a joke. Yeah, but I, what, what I'm saying is... Lamar like, has shown me like absolutely stat- nothing when it matters. Lamar has shown me zero. In four years, I've seen nothing when uh, it matters. Uh, okay. Yeah, I don't think you've fully watched him. Then he's he's been okay, very tell me good, what, and he's, when the game matters, he's looking really what, good this year. What has Lamar Jackson ever won when the game actually matters? When, when the right game, now, okay. when, yeah, when the game matters, what has this, Lamar Jackson done? Yes, I'm about to tell you. He's I'm lost. A, quit, quit talking, so I can tell you. I'm a, literally about to tell you. This very week, he did that when the game was on the line. He he drove 73 yards down the field in a one-possession game to put the game out of reach from the Patriots, and he gained every single one of those yards for the Ravens. That's when he's done it, this very last week. Okay, let me take you back to last year, right? All (laughs) he needs to do is complete a two-yard pass to Mark Andrews, who's wide open, and he can't do it. He makes a terrible throw. Let's go back to the playoffs. The play, Like, you can win any game you want. You You can win every game in week one and two, three. You don't Josh. win in the playoffs, and that does. All you need to do is win a game in the no, playoffs. Wait. You let, cannot. Let me, let me talk. All, you all suck you, in the playoffs. You suck at the end of the year when things actually matter. Josh, all you're doing is moving the goalposts over and over. Like you, like I, you tell me how how can he be good if he hasn't done this? And I tell you that. And this, and I tell no, you that. I'm, and this, no, I'm I tell you that. And you we, move the goalposts again to the playoffs. I'm telling and I'm you, telling you week, he's going to get it done in the three, playoffs. I'm talking about week three does not matter. Week three is meaningless. You, you, all, all you, all week you did was ask matter. me to give you, Josh. Josh you, you told me how how is Lamar put his team on his back when the game was on the line? I gave you no, a game. I said I gave when you the game this matters. This game. No, no. I said that, when the game matters. I never said put the, a team on the back the, when it. It's a, I said it's a seven. When, it's a, I has, Josh. It's a seventeen game season. Literally every game matters. It, it, you, you're talking about teams make playoffs only by one or two matter. games every single year. Week it, three doesn't matter. You, you, you need were to win about the, with the Giants. How, how and win, and, and Raiders. You were literally talking win, about how the, in the Raiders you need to win these early games in the season yes. and stack up wins in a row. And now you're saying with the Ravens but, it doesn't matter in week three. You're saying two different arguments now. When the Ravens and Lamar Jackson have choked and they've sucked out loud when they need to go to Pittsburgh and when they need to go to Cincinnati late in the year and get a win. Okay. They have sucked. Okay. They've been so terrible. All you're That's do- what you need to do. All you're doing is just... I've seen Super Bowl wins. Yeah. I've seen two of them. I've seen more than the, the Raptors no. fans have. I've seen Super Bowl wins. And guess what we did? Guess what we did when we won those? We won the games you've in the playoffs. Two, you've that seen helps. two Ravens Super Bowls that helps. in, in, that in helps. your life as well. It helps. So you know. It helps be. It helps but, being able to see a team no. win in the playoffs. That genuinely helps you go to the Super Bowl. Josh, I've Josh also all I'm saying is Lamar you're moving chokes. the goalposts over and over for this argument as to why Lamar is bad. Yes. I kept them where I. Show me something I, tangible. You can't even win the playoffs, <laughs> and we're talking about him being one of the greatest right. quarterbacks. 
No, I'm. I I've Mitch never Trubisky said he's one of the greatest quarterbacks. Playoff than Lamar Jackson. Mitch I, Trubisky I, has better playoff right. history than Lamar Jackson. All right, you show what, up what, in the whatever. playoffs. I mean, listen, you're just not listening to like any of the arguments that I'm giving you. Like that, I saw. Uh, yeah, I'm we'll, saying uh, nothing matters. We'll move on. If if you want to, no, be I, I get what you, you shouldn't be celebrating week three victories. I'm sorry, you shouldn't. Be but celebrating. like now, you're just changing the criteria of my argument too by saying like I'm t- telling you he's one of the best quarterbacks in the league. All I'm saying is good, and he's been getting it done, and he's a good quarterback. He's, I'm not saying he's one of the best quarterbacks of all time. Yeah, I'm, I'm saying, saying that he yet. can win the but MVP. He's, de- he's put. He's win. Yeah, he's, he's a front runner for MVP, and he looks yes. like a top five quarterback in the NFL. I don't That's disagree. All I'm with saying, that. and then you're throwing I don't out all this. With that. You did at first, and that's no, that's don't. the crazy thing. Like, no, because where this all stemmed from, if you go back, I said Lamar Jackson is putting together a contract year right now. He's not actually this good. It's going to come back down. So please, Ravens, I mean, for the love of just, God, pay Lamar Jackson so that you're locked into a terrible contract with a quarterback that's going to come down. It's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I just don't see that happening. He's looking like he one had of the a best great year. In the league. No, and he had a great I year, and then he like had. You're not, you're not giving him credit because he's because he's on the Ravens. That's all. So he had a good year, then he had three bad years. Now he's having another good year. What are you talking about? Three bad years? What? What, what, are, what are you talking about? That he's been good his whole career. He's been a good NFL quarterback, and one of those years, he's won an MVP. He's he's, had, he's good. I, I'm and with you. I think the Ravens he's should sign him. Good seasons in a row. All right. Yeah. I, I think the Ravens Let, should sign him. Let's good seasons, let's move on. No playoff wins. Let's let's move on to a different game here. Uh, we had the the Lions and the Vikings. Lions went up early, fourteen nothing. Uh, Vikings ended up coming back and winning this game. I mean. That was a tough loss for the Lions. They they should have won that game. They really should have. They they were leading pretty much the whole time. And I was like starting to think if the Lions went two and one and were in first place in the division, that that would have been too weird for me. So maybe yeah, it is so a I good was... thing that they lost this game. Two things. Um, can't believe they lost because their coach cried on national television. So I that's unbelievable yeah. that they lost because their coach cried. Second thing, I was working a soccer game while this was going on, and like we had the game up because we were streaming it. And as I left the press box after the game was over, I went up to each and every Lions fan individually and said, congratulations on the win today. An absolute menace move. <laughs> Walked out and went and watched the Vikings beat them. <laughs> I just I don't understand. Like so, at, at the beginning of the show, you're complaining about everybody's giving you grief for the Steelers, and you like you can't wait to shove it back in them. And it's just like, why why do you think that people give you grief about this? No, things? I'm not surprised you're, why they do. Yeah, no, I'm not but, surprised that they do. I okay, just find it I, funny. Yes, like, I understand you're not surprised, but. I don't even want to hear you complain about it anymore. If you're oh, doing I, stuff it really like wasn't. that, that's no, you're crazy. It really wasn't a com- no. It's like really not a complaint though. I think it's funny that I can get somebody to actually think about the Steelers because I'm that unbearable 
that I can get people to think about the Steelers more than I think about the Steelers was my point in telling that story. Like, I don't go home. I'm not thinking about the Lions ever. I don't. I don't think about the Lions. I don't think about their fan base. I waste no energy thinking about them. People actively are thinking about the Steelers and are like, okay, yeah, if I say this, like, a lot, like, I don't need to think about the Lions because all I'm like is like, I've seen a playoff win. The bar is yeah. so low that all I have to go is like, oh, yeah, I've seen a playoff win. And they're like, yep, you got me. I'm like, I know. But it does, was, it does have I, to like just suck being a Lions fan, just being like, I can't enter in any conversation about football for like an extended yeah. period of time because it's all going to come back to people saying mean stuff about my team. Because it just sucks. It sucks. Like they, they try. And they're like, oh, the Steelers. It's like, okay, I've seen Super Bowls. Have you even seen a playoff win? They're like, no. And then they leave. I'm like, exactly. But, like, yeah, so I went full menace mode, though. I was like, and they didn't even know what I was doing, which is the best part. Like, when I texted you last week and I said congrats on the Bears win after the first drive, um, you got mad at me. They didn't even know well enough to get mad at me when I went up to each one of them. I was like, hey, guys, just – Great performance. Congrats on finally winning a game. You guys have a good football team in Detroit. And then I left. <laughs> no, that was actually like legit mean of you to text me that now that I'm thinking about it. Cause like you, you like not only were I mean, you like wanting the Packers to win, then you were making sure they won by doing that, which was that, I that was want, cruel I really, and unusual. Deep, <laughs> deep down, I really didn't want yeah. the Packers to win. Also, like, I, also, the the so in in this game, the Vikings. I did notice that like Dalvin Cook. I remember he changed his number before the season started. Mm-hmm. So did Alexander Mattinson, and that's really <laughs> frustrating because now they're both single digit numbers. Yeah, I thought I would have been able to finally differentiate them on the field, and then they both go to single digits, and it's even more confusing to me now. Yeah, I just I hate yeah, that. Yeah, if you're the if you're the Lions, you got a lot of questions that you got to answer. Um, and you lost to the Checkdown King, Kirk Cousins, uh, in a game that you had won the entire time. Like, yeah, this Justin Jefferson Adam, wasn't even good in this game. No, and Adam Thielen snapped at Kirk Cousins, like had a full on meltdown Again. because because Kirk missed him wide open at the end of the game. That should have been where you won. Should have been mm-hmm. when Thielen's going at Kirk Cousins. So. It's this is a terrible, terrible loss for the Lions because, like, like you said, they were in a position to actually be at the top of the division. Um, so it's a terrible loss if you're the Lions. But um, yeah, yeah, Minnesota I mean, is the still, same exact team that they have. Yeah, the Lions might still might be the friskiest team in the NFL. Uh, you could definitely put them on that watch. Uh, yeah, that was that was a fun game. But another uh, another one with a lot of divisional implications in the NFC, uh, Rams and Cardinals. Rams come out on top. And, uh, I mean, I'm really, like, I'm starting to think Sean McVay is, like, a really, like, actual, like, I know he's a good coach. I'm starting to think he's a great coach because I think the measure for being a great NFL head coach is having multiple good white wide receivers on your team mm-hmm. and uh, Bill Belichick has proven he can do that. And now Sean McVay is proving he can do that with Cooper cup. And now I think yeah. it's Ben like Scaranac or something. 
He looks Skronic, yeah. He's looking good too. So um Skronic or what yeah, I think it just yeah. got auto no, right. on my on my phone. Yeah, no, but no, no, no. Who's uh oh hey, yeah. So is is that the measure for like a great NFL head coach? Does that mean Andy Reid's not a great NFL head coach then too? People are asking. I so Andy Reid is an interesting one to me, and I'm not saying he's a like are we really going to think of him as an all-time great NFL head coach? Like he was he is a good like he I would say he's a great head coach, but is he an all-time great? Like I I don't know. I don't know. He hasn't strung enough together for me yet like he's an all-time personality. Like I love I, Andy Reid. Don't like I'm not trying to crap yeah. all over Andy Reid here. I just don't know like I feel like he's not he's in the human John embodiment Madden. of steak and potatoes. Yeah, well, he is. He's he's yeah. great. Um, but I do think Sean McVay has taken the steps, and outside of Week One, has so far kind of had good schemes, figured out how to do things with a target on his back. And I do think there are a couple elements to being a good coach. First is getting your team into contention, which he did, and then he kind of stayed there in limbo for a while. Then you get them over the hump and you win, and then it's always the hardest when you're at the top because you got no one to claw at and you got everyone clawing at you. So it's always the toughest to stay motivated and keep going when, you're, when you are the top because you got everyone trying to pull you down. So it'll be interesting to see how this – he started out pretty well, but – It'll be interesting to see how this year goes. And I think if he can kind of – like I'm not saying it's Super Bowl or bust by any means, but if he can continue to manage this and put together a good team this year and a good team – then I think like I genuinely do believe that he will go down as one of the best coaches in the NFL um, and will have a pretty good coaching legacy. Um, I just think there are, there are multiple elements to to that because – yeah, you gotta any any. It sounds stupid, but like anyone can win once. Being able to then yeah continue to do that is way harder than winning that first time. Um, the, the and the, those were your thoughts there on Cliff Kingsbury and not Sean McVay, right? Sure. Same thing. Yeah, yeah. No, Cliff Kingsbury, Cliff King's, terrible both, head coach. Both high guys, but one yeah. is one is a dumb jock. The other's uh, yes, he's on honors classes in, in high yeah. school, probably. Yeah, I was in honors classes in high school too. Just so you nerd. Know. Uh, well, uh, let's let's jump through these just last couple of games here real quick. Uh, we could maybe just even say the scores. Yeah, Bengals beat the Jets. We all saw that coming. Uh, yeah, it was. They were going to beat up on him. It didn't matter what yeah. happened. Yeah, they they needed to win that game. They won it. It's the Jets. I'm still not convinced the Bengals are good because, uh, I mean, if you look at the teams that they've lost to, the teams they've lost to, like I mean, it was the Steelers Suck and Mitch loud. and the Cowboys and Cooper Rush. So no, it's it was not, not the Steelers and Mitch. It was I the mean, Steelers and T.J. Watt. It, they lost to T.J. Watt and Minka Fitzpatrick. Yeah, no, I mean it was like lost. it was like Mitch's Steelers. Like I was doing that as bad. like a diss. To like the Steelers, there. Mitch like is terrible. Mitch, guys, just Mitch is know. bad. Uh, Mitch is so bad. 
And then we had the Falcons beat the Seahawks in our biggest whatever, who cares game. And yeah. the Saints lost to the Panthers. And this is – is it bad that this is the first time in my life I've been like, Jameis might not actually be that good of a quarterback? Yes and no. Like, I think <laughs> I have, I've had faith in him for so long, like longer than Mitch. Well, it's been easy. And but he it's might been actually easy. not be that good. It's been easy to have faith in him because up until recently, he's been playing in, like, no one cared about him in Tampa Bay. So all you ever saw was the funny side of him, and all you ever saw was, like, the upside and the terrible, and you're like, oh, well, 30-30, that's awesome. Like, now that he's playing in New Orleans, people, it's a bigger market team. People actually pay attention to the Saints and what's going on there. And so I I don't think so because I've liked Jameis as well, and I've always thought that he would be great. I thought he would be good on my – I genuinely wanted the Steelers to have Jameis at one point. Um, so, yeah, I just think – I think it's the – I think it's the all eyes on on them sort of deal that you should be a little yeah. careful of. I also I don't think they're using Kamara enough right now. He no. just hasn't I mean he, he missed last week, but he hasn't gotten a lot of touches uh this season and hopefully they start to integrate him into the offense a little bit more because that division is still kinda wide open. Um Yeah. I mean the Bucks are only two and one and they haven't looked great offensively either, so it's uh, it's really anyone's for the taking except the Panthers. The Panthers aren't winning the division, and the Falcons. So it's gonna be one of two teams. Panthers might be uh, winning, getting a new coach. Yeah, yeah. Uh, really thought Matt Rule was gonna be good. Just did you I'm a actually fan, think but... Matt Rule was gonna be good, or did you just have to side with the Baylor guy because of what he did at Baylor? I I thought he was gonna be good because of what he did at Baylor. So there was a lot of bias going into that take, but I was like, "Like, man, like he coached a team that uh, went one and eleven. And they made a Big Twelve, um, in a Big Twelve championship game two years later." And I'm like, "Oh wait, but also yeah. he went one and eleven, and that's not good." So um, and yeah, I also definitely do think that big hitter missed his coaching. He's gonna he's gonna coach Nebraska, and he's he's a college coach. That's what he's found out. Is he's yeah, he just coach. doesn't like recruiting. That's the problem. Like, yeah. he wants to be coaching in the NFL. I just don't know if he's cut out for it. Um, yeah. Because, yeah, he's not. He, he doesn't like recruiting. He's not that good of a recruiter either. He just is good at coaching those guys up. Uh, but that's our NFL games this week. Yeah. Josh, and uh, we can just throw it into our segments and call it yeah. a show. Yeah, um, one note. NHL hockey's back in two weeks. That snuck up on me. Ooh, or two weeks go. away from regular season. Let's go Hawks, so, right? Yeah. So, like, now I get to be in the misery of somehow in an 82-game NHL season, I think I'm going to overreact more than I'm overreacting to the Steelers in the first three games of a 17-game season. So... If guys, the Penguins guys, are pay, anything, if pace the Penguins yourself, are anything buddy. but extra, I'm saying it right now. This is it. This is the year you have to go all in, Penguins. If you're anything other than extraordinary in the first month, I'm done. Fire, fire, Mike Sullivan. I'm done. They, 
I don't know if I talk about this on here. If they suck, I'm going to be so mad because this coach hasn't made it out of the first round of the playoffs in four years, and they give him a three-year extension. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? What a loser. you got to be bleeping me right now. But, um, yeah, so hockey, two weeks. I'm excited. I'm totally going to overreact. I'm so ready to get so hurt yeah. and so upset about the Penguins. And, and I'm going to get I'm going to get all the text messages about it. And the thing You're is you're not like, even going to care. I, you watch. No, this well the problem is it's not that I don't care. I always care about your 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 sanity and well-being, Josh. But no, you you're don't always care in my until heart. The, but during the playoffs you but, might care. But you don't care. The, no, it's it's like I said, it's not, I don't care, Josh. I care. I care about you. Trust me. But it's that I understand the Steelers ones much better. I like you're complaining about like third uh, third line guys on the Penguins. Yeah. And I'm sorry, well, is, I just don't no, know that roster. <laughs> it's it, yeah, and it's the same thing though because it's all summer. You get the White Sox and. Yeah, that's you're yeah, saying exactly. stuff that goes it's right fair. over my head. So then I get I get the Penguins to just complain about the third line matchup. Okay, yeah, yeah. Let me get mad. Yeah, let me get upset. But, don't get me wrong. Please, please continue to send me those messages. Oh, I need I, send I need them, to vent somehow. I I send them, and I know that you I know that you don't like <laughs> during the playoffs. You'll care, but like it, I'm just like. He's just going to see – if his phone's not on Do Not Disturb, he's just going to see it and ignore it and just be like, okay, whatever, unless I text something that you're like, maybe I'll go look up a video of that because that sounds funny. Um, that's about it. Like, I'm not actually expecting a response it, it, yeah. to some of these. <laughs> I'm just it's, getting it, it out there. The, the, res- the response is either like like nothing or it's like <laughs> – or it's just mean. Most of it's like yeah. it's, it's like Pittsburgh Penguins. What <laughs> what happened? So <laughs> no, and, and like I mean, I'm perfectly fine with it because how my brain works is I'm upset. Throw something, maybe. Um, will this possibly get me fired from a job? If yes, type in the text message to Kellen. If no, Twitter. That's yeah. <laughs> that's how it works. Yeah, that's I get I head. get the I get the dark stuff, which is <laughs> that's what goes through my super head. dope. So, could this get me fired if someone found it? That yes, that goes to Kellen. <laughs> that's actually give, exactly what yeah. I do as well. So yeah, let me yeah. let me let's see. Um, could this could this get me in a lot of trouble if it got into the wrong hands? I know. Let me give it to Kellen. <laughs> That's smart. Oh, yeah. Ooh, some of the language there. Some of the <laughs> verbs used in that sentence were very descriptive. So, yeah, I, I get that a lot. Uh, but hey, do you have any? Uh, you have any questions this week here, Josh? I don't believe that I do. I just well, I was just interested about your uh, um your trip. So, yeah. Is great. Was really- I'll uh, I'll send you every single picture that you can scroll through and pretend to care about. Uh, that's always the best. I I hate showing people pictures after my trip because I'm just like you guys don't care. So unless they ask, I, and and if people if no if people show me their pictures though either I don't I don't care. So it, it works both ways. 
yeah. Josh, uh, I saw a guy um, in the supermarket today, and uh, he had a he had a Wu Tang shirt on, and I went like Wu Tang, and it, it did the whole thing, <laughs> and I was really excited. And then I was just like, this dude is like. And he kind of like gave me a head nod. He's like, oh, cool. And everything like this Wu-Tang definitely means more to this guy than it does to me. And I'm like, I don't know why <laughs> I did that. Cause I, all I did was just name my cats after the Wu-Tang clan. And he's probably like knows like their whole disc- discography and everything. And I was just like, oh, I shouldn't be like acting like a fan in front of people. Cause that was just silly of me that was funny i do that, like that. that's not a, that's not a question but yeah i just want to put yeah, that no, out that's there fine. okay i'm kind of do you know why do you know why uh howie mandel is bald because he's such germaphobe and there's germs in hair so he says that and that has to be the most cap thing i've ever heard because that dude is, has to be like a freaky gross creepy dude there's no yeah. way he's not just based off of based off his mm-hmm. TikTok alone. That yeah. dude is into weird, freaky dude shit yeah. too. And yeah, there's no way that, he just that's just an excuse because he went bald naturally. It has to mm-hmm. be right. Oh, 100 percent. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Glad we're on the same page there. Uh, my other, um, I just have a note, and it's come as in C O M E. That word come is a great word uh, for other reasons. I just think that it is very versatile for a lot of double entendres. And I wanted to let you know how much I do appreciate that word. Uh, And last question for you, Josh. NASA this week, uh, they are testing like an asteroid prevention maneuver where you like uh, deflect an asteroid away from the Earth. Mm-hmm. And they're testing as like a way to protect the earth in case something crazy like that happens. Uh, how would you protect the earth from an asteroid? Cause I think Force my field? best way to do it would just be to uh, put Jarrell Revis on the asteroid. Like just give him a yeah. spacesuit, And I think he could fend that thing off. I like That's that. I was going to go with force field. So same thing. Force field. Do you think we yeah. can build a force field? We are, didn't we already like destroy the ozone layer? I don't think we can create another layer. Um, I don't know. They or no, I think the ozone layer is back. Isn't it back? Like I don't know. Can we like, I... fix that? I don't know. <laughs> Not well, because it's tough when I'm burning styrofoam every night. Good luck. Hey, thanks, Jeff. <laughs> big, big environment guy here. <laughs> Air, aerosol cans and burning styrofoam. And just making sure to never recycle. That's what we're about on this podcast. Recycling is, like, it's a total myth. We we don't have to talk about that now, but recycling is the biggest scam in the world. Yeah. This podcast is brought to you by throwing your plastics into the trash can. Like, yeah. Big ups it, to people the, that do that. Dude, recycling is the biggest, the biggest scam I've ever heard of, ever. So. Yeah. I, I agree with that, but, Yeah. I also don't know, like, like you still it doesn't do really it. hurt anyone if you try. Well, no, yeah. I still recycle. Uh, I, But when I'm doing it, I'm oh, like... I don't. I don't. <laughs> like, okay, but, when I... There's a can return. You get 10 cents back for cans in Michigan, so I take those in to get more money to buy more beer. So that's my recycling. If it's not returnable, it's in the trash, for sure. 
Yeah, yeah. That's uh hey, it's that's good on you for doing that. That's after saying that blasphemy about burning styrofoam, you a little bit of redemption <laughs> right there. Uh let's get into our last segments here though, Josh. Player coach, fan base tweet, kicker of the week. Uh Josh, who is your coach of the week? We'll start there. Well, my coach of the week, Kellen, and I don't know where I really want to go with this one because there's quite a few options. Um, you know what? Marcus Freeman, Nuriam head coach. He's my coach of the week because um, when on, he looks good. That's really the only reason. Um, no, they went to North Carolina. I know North Carolina is not great, but they have produced some decent quarterbacks in the past. Um, <laughs> they they went on the road to North Carolina and absolutely blew out North Carolina, so Notre Dame's kind of back on the tracks um, somehow. I'm not sure how. They're going to be in the playoff conversation by the end of the year. I don't know how that math's going to work out yet, but it's totally going to happen. Um, they got BYU in Vegas and on Saturday, which is an objectively hilarious game that the Catholics and Mormons are going to play a game in Vegas. Just very funny to me. Um, Love it. So, yeah, got, got to um, get somewhere to drink. So yeah, Marcus Marcus Freeman. That's he's my coach of the week. They 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 pulled through. I'm proud of them. How about you? Great Kelly? coach of the week. Uh, sexy coach of the week. Yes, as well. So double points for that. Points points. Uh, my coach of the week is Doc Rivers because he was being way too horny on Twitter last week, but he got saved by. Uh, Ime Udoka, I, I yeah, his last name. Uh, Boston Celtics coach completely bailed him out for being a little, just a little bit hornier than Doc Rivers was on Twitter. So uh, everybody's forgetting Doc Rivers, or for now, for like a week. And um, Udoka, Udoku, I don't know. Like I, I have said, a lot. Of, I have thoughts name. on that, but, but I, we'll save that for another. Yeah. Time. We'll we'll see. Uh, there's definitely more is going to come out about this whole situation with yeah. him, so we'll we'll sit on it for a bit yeah. because there just has there, to be more to that. I'm story. trying to do some math, uh, and it's not adding up in my head. Yeah, yeah. Um, we'll see. Matt Barnes came out with an interesting video on it too. Uh, Josh, who's your player of the week? Huh, so my player of the week. I'm um, glad you asked. Is None other than Kansas City Chiefs wide receiver. Number nine, Juju Smith-Schuster. Um, wow. Why is he my player of the week, you might ask? Well, because uh, an interesting I'm thing I nasty. saw at the end of the Colts game. Juju Smith-Schuster completely quit on a route and didn't fight th- back through a defender to make a catch that would have won the Chiefs the game at the end, would have put them in sure um, range to win the game. And it's very nice watching him blow games for other teams now. So go make a TikTok on it. Ha! I'm, felt good to say that. I'm sure he, I'm sure he will do that. Uh, almost, almost certain that he, like, that he will it felt make a really, TikTok. It feels, good it. To be on the, it feels good to be on the other side of that one. Yeah. yeah. You have a that, that is always a like little, a good feeling. You have a TikTok star as a wide receiver, like, idiot. <laughs> yeah. 
Steelers never did that. Uh, still don't have that. Uh, but don't actually. It is always like a good feeling when there's like this player on your team that you don't really like, and it's just like they could go somewhere and easily perform well, and then seeing them not perform well is just like whoo. It's very Thank goodness fun. that would have really stung for a while. Uh, it's nice, but let's. I, I was very worried that he was going to just run slant routes all over the place and just be unbelievable in Kansas City, which there's still time for. Um, because I have, yeah, he still is playing with like the best quarterback in the league. I do really enjoy watching him make the same mental errors that he made to kill my team for the last few years. So, um, congratulations. My player of the week here is, um, is none other than Brian Hoyer. And the only reason is, uh, because I just found out that he's still in the league and I didn't realize that he still was. So thanks Mac Jones for getting hurt. Uh, we got a little bit of Hoyer, the destroyer action and man, it feels like he's just been buried. Um, and hasn't had a lot of even opportunities to play in a while. So no, you actually did. You just broke that news to me as well. I was unaware of that. Yeah. Breaking news. Brian Hoyer is still playing in the (laughs) NFL. (laughs) Thank you. Uh, Let's go Co- – we already did Coach of the Week. Yep. Psych, we're going to go Tweet of the Week, Josh. What's your Tweet mm. of the Week? My Tweet of the Week is – so earlier today, um, Miles Garrett got in a car accident on the way back from practice and, like, rolled his car. And so my Tweet of the Week is – Steelers fans being nice on Twitter and saying, hey, I hope he's okay. Um, I wouldn't wish any injuries on him and taking the high road. So that congratulations, Steelers fans, because if we do remember correctly, Browns fans often wish death upon our players, um, even if you maybe agree with them and Mason Rudolph, but like, Steelers fans don't like Miles Garrett, but we were able to bury the hatchet and we were able to say, hey, I hope you're okay, Miles Garrett. Um, unlike the Patriots fans, say, <laughs> wish you would have gotten hurt. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Josh Josh is the first person ever with a genuine shout-out to the people that tweet out, hey, as a Steelers fan, I hope he's okay. Like, yeah, oh, human decency. Good, good job. So a genuine shout-out for that is definitely a new uh, route on the podcast. So congrats. Uh, big ups to Steelers fans there. No. Um, okay, my of the but, week. but oh, the difference is I, di- I didn't say it was the tweets that say coming from a Steelers fan. I was just true. reading the tweets, but you are correct. It's completely genuine. I was just reading yeah, the tweets that had like Steelers ones. avatars. Um, I have not, I actually haven't seen many of the tweets that are coming from a Steelers fan. This is really tough to see. <laughs> I yeah. wish him the best. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I think people are getting a little smarter to that and we just got to figure out other Trust ways to do it. it Steelers fan of, here. It would kind of be okay. funny. <laughs> yeah. It would kind of be funny if there's just like a mass agreement among Steelers fans to all change their. Like, it's bad. But they all changed their, like, avatar to a Steelers logo. And then, like, once Schefter, like, tweeted it out, everybody, like, <laughs> in the mentions being like, oh, man, I hope he's okay. 
hope he's okay. And just all Steelers <laughs> logos. Um, you know, we're not trying to make we're not trying to make light of an injury, but that would be true, objectively funny to me. Sorry. A true competitor can't wait to see him back on the field. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, uh, T's and P's to Miles Garrett. Uh, we'll move to my tweet of the week here. Yeah. Uh, mine comes from it actually came in I think I think it was March. It was NBC Sports Chicago White Sox tweeted out the dumbass gif of Will uh, in full uh, in the whatever not Full House the Fresh Prince saying like oh uh, us wondering if anyone's showing up uh, to the division this year. And I hate them for that. I knew the White Sox were going to lose the division as soon as those tweeted out. <laughs> and now come end of September, it's come full circle. The White Sox are dead. And I am, I hate, I hate NBC Chicago for tweeting that out. So, yeah, they're getting clowned. They seem to be having a good time over there. Because <laughs> they're getting clowned heavy on Twitter for that. Yeah, as they should be, and now they put me as the fan in a position to be clowned too, <laughs> yeah, which that's sucks. A tough look. It it what really like that's so the worst part. To tweet that out. The worst part is that it's not even your team making it. Like they're not like it, it's not even your team. It's not even your actual team account that's getting clowned, and you're still getting clowned. Like that's a brutal look. Yeah, it's there, and. Like they went quickly into that good night and softly or whatever. They went softly yeah. into that good night. They went without a fight. They had a three game series against the Guardians where they're five games back. You really need to sweep to to stay or four games back, whatever it was. It, it to stay in the divisional race, you need a sweep of the series. And instead they got swept and it was just the complete opposite. They're it's the softest White Sox, one of my least favorite White Sox teams I've ever watched just because of the expectations around it. Um, and then all the dumbass fans tweeting about the White Sox, too. And I mean White Sox fans, not Guardians fans. They're fine. They yeah. make fun of us. But the White White Sox fans are one of the stupidest Twitter fan bases out there, too. And I, I don't like a lot of them. But we respect there, them but... for being so bad. Speaking of baseball, yeah, so I thought this was... Um, did you see? And I don't know if this is true at all. Um, the MLB is putting like special marking on every ball that's pitched to Aaron Judge so that people can't counterfeit um, his home run balls. Yeah, for re- I think they, they do that for a lot. They do that for a lot of historic so uh, balls. Like that's so lame. Um, but whatever. I want some controversy. I just want in like thirty yeah, years someone to be like, no, I have the actual ball. <laughs> that would actually be awesome. Yeah, I would yeah. actually really enjoy that too. So that's that's just uh, a so side note that Thanks a lot, MLB, ruining yeah. our fun. Uh let's see. Josh, who is your fan base of the week? Um with this one. I have a couple routes you can go here as well. I think actually, you know what? I'm going to go with the Notre Dame fans and Notre Dame alums because guess what? You guys get to now become insufferable again because you beat North Carolina. So let's start making that case for why we should be in the playoffs and get to lose on national television again 
Well, let's <laughs> let's try and erase the fact that we lost to Marshall. We can do it. I believe in us. We've done it many years. Let's trick the national media into thinking we're a good team again. Um, perfect. <laughs> you beat North no, Carolina. Yeah, that's, that's great. And <laughs> Notre Dame's are definitely Notre Dame fans are definitely trying to do it because yes. I saw I saw this fan that I follow tweet out like, oh, absolutely big win over a good North Carolina team. And somebody like responded saying, North Carolina almost lost to Appalachian State. And he tweets back, Appalachian State is a good team. As Appalachian <laughs> State just lost to James Madison. Uh, so I don't even know if Appalachian State's a good team. <laughs> no. And Appalachian State put up 40 points in the fourth quarter on North Carolina. So yeah. The transit oh, property is doing numbers for Notre Dame fans right now. It's it's unbelievable. And they we are I don't know if I want to loop myself in with these fans, but Notre Dame fans, you win as a team, lose as a team, so we are going to try and scrub the Marshall game from the history books by the end of this year. We're gonna beat if we beat BYU and we beat Stanford, like we're gonna be like Stanford was good when Andrew Luck played there we should be in the playoffs (laughs) like that is a genuine thought process that Notre Dame fans are gonna have so it's just it's nice that we get to be back and we get to make the case for us to be able to get blown out on ESPN on New Year's Eve so yeah (laughs) I would I would I would absolutely love for Notre Dame fans to try to insert themselves into the college football playoff conversation somehow. You know what's going like, to happen. With, with it's two going losses. to happen. Yeah. If they, they go undefeated and they and it yeah. finish with those two losses, they're going to – they're because they're going to be like, well, one was to Ohio State. Ohio State's yeah. already in the playoff. Like, we should be in. It's like, no, no, wait. Marshall actually didn't happen. So, yeah. That's happen. <laughs> what are you talking about? Uh, good, <laughs> we only lost one game this year. Yeah. That's a great call on that one. Still, so, yeah, I'm waiting I'm for that to happen. It's going to suck when that happens, but it will happen. For yeah, sure. I'm not. It, it's not a uh, matter of if; it's when and how <laughs> this happens. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my fan base of the week here is Baptists because Baylor won. We're back three nice. and one. It's going to be it's going to be a a very religious college football playoff. Okay. It's going to be Baylor, Notre mm-hmm. Dame, because mm-hmm. <laughs> we erased yep. Marshall from the history books. <laughs> uh, it's going to be BYU because uh, – actually, that doesn't make sense because then BYU would have to beat Notre Dame. So BYU and Notre Dame are going to tie. There's going to be okay. BYU, so we get the Mormons in. And mm-hmm. then it's going to be uh, a Georgia. We get that Colt in. So that's another uh, – Should we maybe? That's four, that's four Just... teams right there. What if they just had a, like a religious super conference, and the religious schools Wait. that aren't ever going to actually win get to play for oh. their own championship? Dude, the the God <laughs> Conference, dude. That would, yes, that would be amazing. Well, so who who would be in this? What it's it's uh, Notre Notre Dame. We got Baylor, yeah. uh, BYU, BYU. Uh, we'll throw Duke, Duke for basketball. We'll throw them in there. Yeah, Boston yeah, College. Yeah, they're Catholic. Do we want Boston yeah. College? They're awful at sports, though. Well, you we need should, to, you we need to make sure Boston win. College switch day school. Yeah, yeah okay. We need we need the bottom <laughs> feeder. Uh, is is USC? Uh, are they religious at all? I don't. No, think I don't are. think so. Are they? They're private. Mm, 
They got some well, scandals Okay, USC on. is private, so we're just going to call them religious. Uh, and they we'll play keep Notre the, Dame we'll keep a lot. Notre Dame USC rivalry alive there. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, then, then Miami, because uh, they play Notre Dame. We need the Catholics versus <laughs> convicts. Um, and then, yeah, then Georgia, yeah, because they're a cult. Yeah. And A&M, because they're a cult as well. Yeah. So, that's a, that's that's a great, pretty good conference right there. Conference. Yeah. It's a great conference. <laughs> Most of the schools are not religious schools that we put in the no. conference, but no, we'll, I also, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll iron out the details on that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so what do we have? Oh, kicker of the week is all we got left. Right. <laughs> you have progressively like gotten, I'm doing something else. <laughs> you've gotten progressively <laughs> further down your, your screen. Like, Um, okay, who's your kicker of the week? Uh, yeah, I was just trying to see what you do with that. Uh, my kicker of the week is Cairo Santos. I always, god damn it, why do I always forget you put this on YouTube? <laughs> <laughs> I'm so stupid. Yeah, I just try to do stuff that is obviously You're like, not going to be seen. For hey, Josh, podcast, hey, Josh, but... let's put this on YouTube. <laughs> okay, <laughs> yeah, there's totally. Totally my idea, too. Uh, so, yeah. Thanks, Kellen. Uh, but my kicker of the week is Cairo Santos. Game-winning field goal for the Chicago Bears. Didn't feel like a win, but it actually was a win. Bears are 2-1. and one. Um, Like Big Cat says, not going to apologize for being 2-1. and one. Mm-hmm. Who's your kicker of the week, Joshua? Thomas Morstead. Dolphins punter. He uh, punted yeah, the ball. Do- but obviously, yeah, the butt punt. <laughs> yeah, we get we got um, we got a butt punt safety and the Jimmy G safety like walking out of the back of the end zone in the same. I love week, it in the same day. I love it. it feels good. It feels right. Yeah, it was a great great safety Sunday. Yes, safety Sunday. Yeah. Did you see? Have you seen these Reggie Bush commercials? Not to go on a complete the Wendy's letter. ones. Wendy's, yeah. So funny yeah. to me. It makes me laugh way harder than it should. Where they're it like, is good, they're just, it is a good commercial. They're just straight up like he had something taken away from him, and we're gonna give it back. <laughs> like, I love it. I love it. Chicken sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I love it. Um, but yeah, that's that puts a bow on episode one hundred and one. Thank you all so much for joining us. We will see you next week. Um, as we break down all of the NFL action and hopefully, uh, yeah, I'm just, yeah, I'm genuinely getting nauseous thinking about the Steelers losing to the Jets. So that's why I started stumbling there. It's going to be bad, but stay on bias this week. We'll see y'all next week.